Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I get letters asking me why past presidents like Bill Clinton and George W. Bush uh, and Barack Obama don't speak out about contemporary problems. And the reason is there is a tradition, and it started with George Washington, the first president, that once you leave office, you don't criticize your um, person that took over your job. Okay, that is a tradition. Now, it's been violated but not often. So now, today, we don't have a lot of sniping. Even Donald Trump, Obama a little bit, but not a lot. Clinton, Bush, no. Currently, Joe Biden is immune to all past presidents criticizing him. I haven't seen it one time. But last week, Barack Obama went on the CBS Morning News under the radar, didn't get a lot of publicity, but I picked it up. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So this was last Tuesday morning. Roll it. Today, what I'm most concerned about is the fact that because of the splintering of the media, we almost occupy different realities. If something happens in the past, everybody could say, all right, we may disagree on how to solve it, but at least we all agree that, yeah, that's an issue. Now, people will say, well, that didn't happen, Hmm. or I don't believe that. And one of, I think, the goals of the Obama Foundation and and one of the goals of my post-presidency is how do we return to that common conversation? How how can we have a common set of facts? We may disagree on gun violence Hmm. in terms of what the best prescriptions are, but we can't deny the data that says the United States has levels of gun violence that are 5, 10, 15 times more than 
other countries. Yep. So if we say that it's just a mental health problem, well, it's not like there aren't mental people with mental health problems in those other countries. What's the difference? Here is the difference. Now, I'm going to go over this methodically. If you have a paper and pen, and I always recommend you watch and listen to the No Spin News with those items, you might jot down a few notes. The United States is a relatively new country. Even though we were founded in 1776, most other countries throughout the world are much older than we are. And even in places like Africa, where there was colonialism and the countries are newer, um, the basis of governance was there before the United States even appeared. All right. Europe, Russia, Japan, China, centuries before us. So in order to become a country, America had to fight a war, the Revolutionary War, with guns. Okay. And in order to expand the country, Americans, after the Revolutionary War, had to go west with guns. Why? Because there were hostiles in the way. There were Europeans, the French, the Spanish, who wanted parts of North America, who would attack Americans. Native Americans, if you read Killing Crazy Horse, I mean, it was brutal for decades. And there was no law. And there were bears, big bears. So every American that forged west had to have a firearm. Back in Philadelphia, where they were forging the Constitution, the founding fathers feared a military takeover of the United States. So therefore, they put in the Second Amendment, giving the citizens the right to bear arms in case the democracy fell apart and some general came in and said, I'm running the country. And how often have we seen that throughout history? So every American that chose to could arm themselves. Now, that tradition never stopped. In fact, the British invaded us in 1812. And then we had the Mexican-American War which I'm going to tell you about later because it's this day in history, and the Civil War. And then we had the Indian Wars, as I mentioned. Everybody had a gun. And there was no time in history, not one year, where there was a movement to ban guns or to disarm the civilian population. Now, I don't know whether Barack Obama understands that or not. But when you compare the United States to Australia or New Zealand or Sweden, or wherever you go, it's a totally different situation. And we have a plurality here of amazing amounts, they call it diversity now, people. Okay, we're not homogenous like Scandinavia or even Australia. Okay? I mean, if you look at the Australian immigrant laws, you can't move to Australia particularly if you're a minority. I mean, people down there, they want, to, they want their 25 million and that's it. All right, so we have a tradition here of firearms. And now the tradition is causing trouble because there are criminals and mentally ill people who are using those firearms to kill innocent people at a level that's unacceptable. 
It is unacceptable. But banning guns isn't going to stop that. And Barack Obama should know it. There are 300 million guns more in the marketplace right now. So even if you stopped every gun sale tomorrow, you got 300 million guns. And what do you think is going to happen? The black market is going to take over and sell the guns to the criminals who don't buy guns legally now. The mentally ill sometimes can because the laws in the individual states aren't tight enough. But banning guns, even ARs, and I do think there should be restrictions on the higher level firearms, training restrictions mostly in the states, um, not going to stop it. Barack Obama should know that. He should understand that. He's smart enough to know it. Okay, so he's either being disingenuous or he needs to watch this program every night. So once you have that situation where the the population's divided among gun owners, conservatives, traditionalists who understand how we evolved and then the left, which wants to ban all guns. okay, because that gives the government more control. And that's what the left wants. Strong central government telling everybody what to do, what to eat, how to live, what car to drive, everything. That is the goal of the far left. Okay. So the last point I want to make is that Obama is right when he says the media is the divider now. That these news operations no longer are in business to serve you bring you information, which is what the founding fathers wanted and gave the media special privileges, they're not in business. They, don't, they couldn't care less about that. They are in business to make money by dividing the population. Okay? And so this team, you watch this channel or listen to that radio station. That team, you do the other. And they all do it. All of them. Now, the cleanest operation is this new News Nation thing, um, in my opinion. I'm on it, yes, and I have some self-serving um, reason to tell you that, but I've watched it. They try. Nobody else even trying. Finally, um, we live in a violent culture, but again, that falls under the First Amendment. Guns are the Second Amendment. Believe me, the Second Amendment is never going to be revoked, ever. And the First Amendment isn't either. You'd have to have a coup d'etat to get them out of there, which means a military presence would have to take over, totalitarians. Okay. First Amendment allows this violent culture. And the media, Hollywood, the rap industry, all of these people celebrate that and sell that. So... Mentally ill people become desensitized if they were ever sensitive to begin with because they see all this horrible violence on the Internet and the movies and listen to this horrible, horrible so-called music. And, you know, misguided people absorb that and go and act out and kill people. They don't believe in anything. They don't think they're going to hell. They want to die themselves. So I'll take some people with me that we live in an extremely violent culture. Mexico's worse, okay? Some other countries throughout the world are worse. But here, don't kid yourself. Our culture is violent. 
So uh, that is my message to Barack Obama, and that is the memo. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want to comment? Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. All right, an update on the L.A. Dodgers and uh, L.A. Angels honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. We went over this yesterday. The message of the day, I lay it right out there. This is a Christian hate group. Transvestites dressed as nuns, appalling, attacking the Catholic Church, defiling the Eucharist, mocking uh, all of the Catholic icons in public. And they're going to be honored by the Dodgers and Angels at their gay pride nights. Here's what I said. Go. Look me in the eye. This is a hate group. The Los Angeles Dodgers wanted to honor the hate group. The Catholics and a bunch of organizations protested. And so on May 17th, 13 days after they said they were going to honor, The Dodgers rescinded the honor. But five days later, they officially re-invited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to be honored at their gay night. Shocking and appalling. Joining us now from Dallas is Dr. Matthew Wilson, teaches political science at Southern Methodist University, SMU, in Highland, Park, beautiful campus there. And uh, the doctor also uh, studies the intersection of politics and religion in America. When you heard about this story as a historian and a political science guy, um, how did you react? Well, I reacted, I think, with some sadness and some awareness of the historical context here that uh, people have to remember that there's a long history of anti-Catholicism in the United States and that at different times in American history, Catholics have been the target of people on the right and they've been the target of people on the left. And uh, that there really is still in this day and age when most religious and most demographic groups are beyond attack. Catholics can still be seen as a legitimate target for ridicule. 
Just imagine if the being mocked were those who had a religious vocation in another faith, rabbis or imams or something like that. That would rightly not be tolerated. But would you think? Do you think it would be under the banner of a hate crime? Would the federal government get involved if the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence um, threw out anti-Jewish tropes? Um, do you think that there would be legal action against this group? Well, it would depend on what they actually did. I won't. All right. Well, 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 but let's see. They went into a church in San Francisco, took communion and defiled it in front of a camera. So you could go into a synagogue and uh, spray paint the Torah. Right. right. And, that, and that would be regarded rightly as a hate crime, uh, desecrating the sacraments or desecrating uh, the religious icons of a faith uh, would, I think, rightly be regarded as. An, well, an, why? Why wasn't it when we all know that if you spray painted a Torah in a synagogue, you'd be charged? Why wasn't yeah. the defilement of the Eucharist charged in San Francisco? Well, that's what I'm saying, because unfortunately, there is a much higher tolerance for anti-Catholic hate than there is hate all directed at other religious groups. Uh, it, it is an, a very regrettable double standard. But the reality is that, that anti-Catholicism is not really taken seriously by the federal government as a hate crime. Is it partially the fault of the Catholic Church in America because the Anti-Defamation League represents the Jewish faith? All right. And if you do something anti-Semitic, they're on it. But we don't have anything like that. We have the Catholic League in New York, but you don't I didn't see any demonstrations against the Los Angeles Dodgers or Los Angeles Angels. Have you seen anything that's been going on for almost a month? There hasn't been any organ organized. You know, you better not do this. This is insulting. No boycott call. Nothing. So the Catholics seem to be absorbing this kind of punishment. I think that's largely right. I mean, certainly you've seen people like yourself and others who have spoken out against this, but nothing institutionally from the Catholic Church. This is something where the, the uh, Archdiocese of Los Angeles ought to be speaking out very, very forcefully uh, against this Catholic display in their community. Yeah, I think Ramos, I think it's Ramos, the Archbishop out there, I think he did. But the other thing is that the press yesterday had the Illinois story where over seven decades, there were 2,000 uh, victims of uh, clerical abuse under the Catholic Church's banner. That was everywhere, and it, rightly so. Rightly so. All right? That just has damaged the Catholic Church worldwide more than anything that's ever happened, including the Crusades. All right? However... This Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, you don't see this anywhere. Right. It has not gotten the level of coverage that one might expect. Was um, it in the Dallas Morning News? Did you see it in the Dallas Morning News? I didn't see it in the Morning News specifically. No? I've seen some online coverage of, of uh, the controversy. I, it was in the AP, Associated Press. None of the networks covered it. Okay, let's go on to the Dodgers. And the mm -hmm. angels, these are big organizations, billion dollar companies. And they saw what happened to Bud Light, all right? But they don't seem to have any, fe they fear the progressives who threaten them 
once they rescinded the offer to the, you know, transvestite uh, hate group, the left threatened them and they folded. That's what happened. So it seems to me that the far left, way more powerful than the regular American. Well, and here's where we'll have to see how this plays out in the sense that if Catholics are truly offended by this, they can make their offense known by not showing up for Dodgers games, not showing up for Angels games. There are lots of Catholics who go to baseball games in Los Angeles. If Four they, million Catholics in, in Southern California, and if not they counting make their, San Diego. Right, right. go ahead. If, if they make their displeasure known, if they actually make these organizations pay a price for this anti-Catholic act, then they could start to wield an influence that yeah, they it, could. we see they the left-wing groups do. Will they do it? That's very much an open question. Doubt it, because there isn't any central force now in this country that motivates Catholics to do anything. Um, it's really sad. It's a sad, wouldn't you say we're in a real down cycle here in our country? I mean, you're a political science guy, an expert in this. Aren't we in a down cycle culturally and politically here? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things that uh, that contribute to that. But I would say one thing is the erosion of these these organizations of civil society, of which churches are a critical one. That for so much of American history, churches played such a powerful role in building community, in building an, an ethos of good citizenship and of public service. And as church membership and church involvement has waned, we have a lot of negative consequences in our society, in our city. Yeah. I agree 100 percent, doctor. Thank you very much for your expertise. Really appreciate it. And we hope to you talk again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. University of Minnesota had a summer program called Pathways um, where white students were excluded. So you couldn't take it if you were enrolled in a summer program at the University of Minnesota. Okay, why couldn't you take it? Because it's just for blacks. That's it. Uh, Students of color and Native Americans can only apply. So. Some people raised hell, and now they have suspended that. (laughs) University of Minnesota. This is academic apartheid, of course. Go over to UConn, University of Connecticut, up in stores, okay? So they are saying, if you want to graduate, if you come to the University of Connecticut, you got to take an anti-black racism course. 
quote, making the anti-black racism, of course, a requirement for every husky, Yukon Huskies, is not the final step, but it's necessary next step in improving the living and learning experiences at Yukon and enhancing the value of a Yukon education. So if you go or your kid or grandkid goes to Yukon, you got to take this course. I wouldn't do it. No Yukon. I mean, it's not that I object to it, but I want the student, this is obviously an elective, to choose. Airline delays. Now, Memorial Day weekend, every airline flight. This, this is me. JetBlue, my favorite airline, you know. Okay. 32% of every flight yesterday was delayed in JetBlue, countrywide. Delta flies pretty much the same route system, 14%. Okay, so we called JetBlue and said, why uh, a third of your flights delayed when Delta's only 14? They wouldn't tell us. Word of the wise, okay? Smart life. Now, this is important. So we have a concierge membership program on BillOReilly.com. Thousands of people all over the world have signed up for this. It costs a little bit of money, but not a lot. It's basically an insurance policy for your life. Let me give you some examples. So I, got, I get some heartbreaking letters, and we get thousands of letters, you know, about elderly people, their children, and they can't care for themselves, and what should we do? And I can direct you. So at the University uh, at Washington State in Olympia, the capital, they have an actual bureau, an actual uh, organization that helps elderly who can't help themselves. But nobody knows about it. Each state is different, but there are usually resources where I can direct you to the person. I can't solve the problem, but I can make your life a lot easier by saying, go here, go there, go here. And we got a lot of questions about kids and colleges, and woke campuses, and all of that, and money. All right, I had a woman the other day, saw somebody in Texas, who uh, got money stolen from her, from her bank account. And the bank wouldn't reimburse her. The mistake the woman made was she didn't file a criminal complaint with the local police. I said, it's not too late. Go down to the local police department or sheriff's office, this is a rural situation, file a complaint, and then your bank, a name bank, by the way, and I will name it if they don't reimburse this woman, I will name the bank, but I'm going to give them time to do the right thing, will have to reimburse you. Because it's like a bank robbery. It's the same thing. They're insured. The woman had no clue. And I think she's going to get her money back. Now, I, this is all confidential and never give out the names or addresses of any concierge member, ever. We don't do that here with any, we're premium members. We get offers all the time. Give us your list and we'll pay you a lot of money from other people, other businesses. Never do we do that, ever. You sign up for concierge or premium membership on BillOReilly.com, you are protected. But the point is this. The No Spin News is the only media vehicle in the United States that does this. 
where you have direct access to me in problem solving. Nobody else does this. Some have consumer reporters and this and that, but every one of our concierge members gets an answer, usually within 24 hours, okay? And I'm saying to myself, people aren't getting this. You know how much money I can save you just on travel alone? Just on travel alone. I had a letter yesterday. A man writes to me, my mother and my sister want to go to Trinidad. Is it safe? I go, no. There's a State Department advisory against Americans traveling to Trinidad. It's too violent. The elderly mom and the sister didn't know that. Can you imagine if they showed up in Trinidad? So these are the things that we do no one else does. So this weekend, I want you to think about your life and your family, and you can gift concierge membership to people who may be in dubious circumstance. You can get it for yourself, and we give you all kinds of free stuff as incentives because we want you to sign up, okay? But I'll tell you what, I spend a lot of time on this. So my job, I have power, and I want to use that to help other people. It sounds loopy, but that's the truth. It's the trans madness. Now, let me, I have to walk this through because it's historically based, okay? So, on August 17, 2008, Barack Obama was running for president. He was a senator from Illinois, you'll remember. And he sat for an interview about gay marriage. Roll it. I believe that marriage uh, is the union between a man and a woman. Now, for me as a Christian, for me... For me as a Christian, it's also a sacred union. Okay, four years later, Barack Obama's president. He's running again. Roll the tape. At a certain point, I've just concluded that um, for me personally, it is important for me to go ahead and affirm that uh, I think same-sex couples should be able to get married. Big turning point. All right, so the President of the United States endorsing gay marriage. Now, this is my personal belief. I don't think most Americans care if homosexuals get married. I don't. At the time, I said I wasn't adamantly opposed to gay marriage, but I didn't understand why it was necessary if you could legalize civil unions. You have all the state benefits in a civil union contract you have in marriage. That was my stance back then, and I still hold to that, but I don't care. Okay, if gay couples want to get married, that's not my business. And I hope everybody in America pursues happiness and finds it. So that's my take. But off this, then we had the push by the progressive left once Joe Biden was elected. Okay, now this didn't happen under Trump. Now we have people changing genders. And again, to me, if you're an adult and you want to go from Bruce to Tammy, go ahead. All right? You have the freedom to do that. I don't care. But minors, children, no. 
Society must protect them. Enter trans madness. So you know about it. Um, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas all have laws, new laws, saying you're under 18, you can't change your gender in our state. Florida was the first, Governor DeSantis. And I'll read you what the law says in the Sunshine State. Quote, prohibit sex reassignment prescriptions, those are drugs, hormonal drugs, and procedures for patients younger than 18 years of age. You cannot do that in Florida. Requires department to immediately suspend the license of a healthcare practitioner who is arrested for committing or attempting, soliciting or conspiring to commit specified violation related to sex assignment prescriptions or procedures for a younger patient than 18 years. So it's a criminal offense to a gender transition for people under the age of 18, children. Child is defined as that up until the age of 18 in this country. Now, the far left hates that, hates DeSantis, um, thinks that, I guess, 10-year-olds, 12, can, should be able to change their gender if the parent says it's okay. Remember, there are parents who give their children illegal narcotics. There are parents who do that. I mean, you know, there are a lot of parents who are emotionally disturbed. And the state has a right to protect children. So if you are under 18 or under 21, you can't drink alcohol in America. You can't buy it. You can't buy cigarettes, tobacco, chewy tobacco. You can't rent a car in most places unless you're 18 years old. Child marriage. It's illegal in Delaware, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. Okay? So you can't do it even if mom and dad want their 17-year-old to get married. He can't in those states. And you can't buy booze and you can't buy um, tobacco. But you can change your gender if you're under 18? No. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's a public health issue. Then we get into the schooling where there are progressive teachers that are encouraging children to change their gender. So Florida's outlawed that. Other states will. Other states have. So there is a battle. Where's Biden on this? You don't hear a peep out of him, do you? Mr. Catholic. Yeah, okay. And I hate to be that. I hate to be that judgmental, but between the abortion thing and this thing, I mean, come on, Joe. You, you really... You know, so um, this is a war, a battle for the soul of American children. Again, let me recap so I don't want anybody to be confused by this. If you are an adult over 21 and you want to change your gender and you're the money to do that, go ahead. I don't want to pay for it. Don't put it on the Medicaid, Medicare tab. Okay, I don't want to pay for that. But if you have the money, you want to pay for it, you go ahead. I don't care. Okay, pursue happiness. You're an American. Under 21, and, and most of these laws are under 18. But if I'm a parent, anyway, it's insane. But that's a progressive left. They're insane. Because if a, if a child changes their gender, Children evolve intellectually. 
So, you know, they change your gender at 15, at 25, they might want to be a man or a woman or whatever they started out with. You know, these are immature minds. And the progressives, they basically want no rules at all. They want, you know, use your drugs. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. No rules, no cops, no enforcement, libertine, Lord of the Flies, anarchy. Yeah, it's what this crew wants. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, San Francisco falling apart totally. Um, New report shows that half of downtown retail stores have closed. Half. All right, 95 retailers out of there. Now, since the end of COVID, 12 new stores open. So 95 are out, 12 new stores open, two of them already quit. So so that's 97 out and 10 operating. The reason is shoplifting not prosecuted in San Francisco and most of California. So you can go and steal whatever you want, nothing will happen to you. You can't run a retail store there. And then you have the homeless that do whatever they want on the streets so people don't even go in. Example of stores closed, San Francisco, Brooks Brothers, Ray-Ban, Lululemon, Marmot, Office Depot, Whole Foods, uh, Nordstrom's pull out of there. uh, You know, it's a disaster. Absolute disaster. And this is governance from the far left. That's what it is. Every place they are falling apart. Mm. All right, there's a poll or study out by the Public Religion Research Institute, okay, about Americans switching religions. So the headline is that 25% of Americans have switched religions um, recently, okay? And here's question number one. Has there ever been a time when you were a follower practitioner of a different religion than you are now? Yes, 24. There's the one that switched. No, 75. Question number two, what is the religious tradition you left? Catholic, 37%, evangelical Christian, 13 non-evangelical Christian, 24 Jehovah's Wishes, 2 uh, Mormons, 3 and Judaism, 1. So the Jews are the most loyal, 
<laughs> Catholics are bailing. And um, I understand why, but I'm not ever going to bail because I think the theology is solid. It's the people who run it are the problem. Smart Life Harvard study forgiveness. This is interesting. So this comes out of the Harvard School of Public Health. All right. So they studied 4,600 people. They gave them a forgiveness workbook. Okay. And they told them to do mental exercises about people who had hurt them. And after two weeks, the study came back that said, uh, reduce symptoms of anxiety, depression, compared to those who did not get the workbook. So people who were actively trying to get past the betrayal, okay, um, and forgive, were better off mentally and probably physically than those who do not. So here's the bottom line on the smart life. There is a tension, a struggle between bitterness, which is what you get when you're betrayed. Somebody hurts you, become bitter toward that person. It's human nature. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. Somebody betrays you, you become bitter to them. But then what about justice and forgiveness? So there's this, what do you do? So here, here's my smart life advice. If you can't do anything, if the person's not going to be sorry, not going to admit they did anything wrong, which is most of the time, the betrayers most of the time will never cop to it. Gone. Gone from your life, from your mind, from everything. Every, anytime you start to think of them, you think of something else. You immediately replace their image. Gone. Now. You're not trying to hurt them. You're not stalking them. You're not trying to blow up their house or their car. No. Banishment. Banishment. And then the ones who ask for forgiveness, you forgive. All right? That's smart life. So here's the final thought of the day. I'm dropping stuff all the time now. Constantly dropping stuff. And I don't have anything wrong with me physically. I mean, you know, I'm okay. I'm in pretty good shape for an old geezer. Actually, I don't see myself that way, but let's use that description for the final thought. But I'm dropping stuff. I'm going, what is this? I'm so, I'm 6'4", I gotta go way down and pick it up. So what is going on? I'm not in the moment, okay? Whenever I'm doing stuff, whether it's brushing my teeth or, you know, whatever it may be, I'm thinking about something else. Something I have to do or a creative thought pops into my mind or whatever. Now, you've got to be in the moment or you're going to get in trouble. You're going to lose your car keys. You're going to leave your credit card at a restaurant. You're going to put your hand in the door. Okay? So far, I just drop stuff and I pick it up immediately before the terror dog can get it and swallow it. Okay? But this is accelerated. And I, I was thinking about it. I said, is it me? getting older that I'm dropping stuff because I didn't really notice that when I was younger. No, it's I'm not in the moment. I'm so busy. have so many things going on that I'm always thinking that's not good. Whatever you do, 
You got to be there, no matter how banal or mundane the task is. And then now I pose this on myself before I leave the house or something like that or leave the restaurant or the theater, wherever I am, the stadium, I look around. I make sure I have everything. I pat. Do I have my phone? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my keys? You know, it's a complicated society. But I do that every time now. And that has helped. That's cut down on chaos. That is a final thought. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.